The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are for informational purposes only and solely those of the podcast participants, contributors, and guests, and do not constitute an endorsement by or necessarily represent the views of the Hartford or its affiliates. You're listening to the Small Biz Ahead podcast, brought to you by the Hartford. Okay, this episode is called, Should You Hire Your Kid? Well, my kid? You don't want to hire my kid. <laughs> Stay away from hiring my kid. End of episode. So you have three kids. Yes. There's one of them you would hire, right? Yeah. I rank my kids every week. So the daughter going to vet school, I would hire her right now. She's really? number one. Yeah. They're all doing good. Let's not talk about my kids. It's not fair. It's not fair. They're all doing fine. I thought you had one that was an accountant. That yeah. You, I have an yeah. accountant as well and I have an engineer. So, oh my gosh, yeah, an I know. Vet, an accountant, yeah. an engineer, and yeah. a vet. All right. All certified cool. by the state. So Gene <laughs> recently wrote an article <laughs> um, for Small Biz Ahead, and it was talking about, you know, it's coming up on the holidays and you need some extra work in the office. And you're thinking, maybe I should hire a temp, but you've got a teenager, or maybe it's right before school vacation and they want a job for a couple weeks. Right. Or maybe they're a teenager and they want a part-time job and they want to come to your office two or three days a week. Should you hire a temp or should you hire your kid? A lot of times, I know a lot of people would say, I want to hire a temp because I can actually like manage a temp. I can um, tell them what I want them to do and what I don't want them to do. And that gets a little trickier when it's your kid. But you came up with a bunch of reasons why it's actually a really good idea to hire your kid. And we're going to talk about that after we hear from our sponsor. This podcast is brought to you by The Hartford. When the unexpected strikes, The Hartford strikes back. For over 1 million small business customers. Check out the Hartford Small Business Insurance at thehartford.com. Okay, we're back, and Gene is going to give us his reasons why it's probably a really good idea to hire your kid. So, first, let's just talk about straight financial reasons, okay? okay. And then we'll get into some of the ethical, you know, whatever reasons. Um, financially, it makes like a lot of sense, right? I mean, here's the deal. If, if, if you hire your kid, that because of tax reform, um, the standard deduction went up a lot, okay? Okay, it's like 8000 Yeah, it's actually, indi- you know, individually, it's $12,000 oh now. Wow. But for a married couple filing jointly, it's 24000 but it's individually $12,000. Okay. Which basically means the standard deduction means that, like, whatever income that you made, you can then take this $12,000 standard deduction against it, and then whatever's less is left over is what's taxable, right? Okay. Well, think about it. If you've got a kid, and whether you have to file a tax reform, a tax return or not, because that also may be up in the air, you can pay your kid up to $12,000. That kid can take a deduction of $12,000 against it, nets it to zero taxable income, which means the kid doesn't pay any taxes and you get a tax deduction for it at the same time. That makes a lot of sense to do. Yeah. Now, there's some other things, you know. Uh, once you pay your kid, uh, you want to, you know, take the paycheck out of their hands and put it into like a savings account, right? Okay, because so when we, Gene wrote this article and we published it on Small Biz Ahead a couple months ago, and a lot of people question that, like, if the kid works, shouldn't they get to keep their money? Well, that's between, you. I'm not going to say how you raise your kid, okay? That's completely up but to you. But you would take the money. I away. would. What I would do, I would actually be taking some of the money, not all, okay, maybe I would take 80% of Leave the money. Them some ice cream Yes, yeah, so, well, whatever they're going to use it for. And I would take 80% of the money and put it into like a, a 529 plan, okay. which is, you know, after 
tax. You can put money in there and it's it grows tax free for college. So you can start a little college fund with yeah. it as well. And you're saving money on taxes while it's growing over time as well. So that kind of a way you're, you're saving money on taxes in your business. Your kid's not getting taxed for it. And then they're taking that same money and they're putting it in tax free into a, a fund that will grow as long, that they can use for college or higher education expenses yeah. or even actually private school as well, by the way, in religious school. So. There, there's there's all these tax advantages for doing it. Now, some people then also question, well, I mean, how old does your kid need to be? So, I think they need you, to be 15, right? Yeah, yeah for, so you're not going to put your six-year-old behind the phones, you know what I mean? <laughs> or your eight-year-old driving a forklift in the <laughs> warehouse. So there's no actual requirement has to be a reasonable age. Okay. okay that's what it is. Really? So Yeah, I generally tell clients middle school age, you know okay. what I mean? 12, 13, yeah, 14, Yeah, I mean, above I high started school. doing filing for my dad's insurance agency when I was like, 11. Yeah. And, and, and I, they're still cleaning up that mess. I wanted to tell you that was explaining to me recently, but, but even say so you do have slight dyslexia. Yeah. So. You, you learned an important work lesson and that's good. But whatever you decide to give your kid at that age and as they grow older, they earn the work ethic. You get to spend a little time with your kid, which is very nice. You want to treat your kid as an employee. So, you know, there shouldn't be any special whatever, well, that's but what, nice that, them around. that's kind of what I wanted to talk about. Have you ever hired any of your kids? Yes and no. I mean, I've hired them um, to do like database yeah. work for okay. me. So I have, I have done that, but I've not made it like a big deal in my business, but then my business is more of a technology business. So it's different. So okay? does it matter if you're hiring them as a full-time employee or an intern or a contractor to get those tax? Yes. Actually, okay. you said the magic word is contractor. Okay. Then if they wouldn't get those tax. Yeah. Well, I mean, it depends. I mean, it's, if you're hiring them as an employee or a full-time part-time or even a contractor, um, it's, it's a similar concept. I mean, you're making the payment, you're taking the deduction yeah. for it, and then they're getting the income and they get the standard deduction. So they have to be on your payroll. Well, either your payroll or they could be an independent contractor. It's just that um, with an independent contractor, you just have to be careful about the independent contracting okay. rules. Do so. you think it would be better to hire them and call them an intern? No, I see no advantage as to calling a kid an intern. Mm -hmm. I don't, um, I mean, internships are generally, there's no financial advantage. Okay. Um, the only thing is, is, you know, is how your kid's going to be putting that on their resume. Yeah. So yes, you can intern at Goldman Sachs or be an intern at the Hartford. Yeah. And that looks really good on your resume. Being an intern at, you know, J&G's pizza parlor. I'm not really <laughs> sure people really would accept that, okay. you know? So no, I don't think you have to get caught up in the title for it is all. I just think that it's a, um, it's a great way to motivate your kid. I think it's a great way to teach them work ethic. I think it's a great way to spend some time with your with your kid as well, as long as you're treating them fairly yeah. with all the other employees. Um, great way to then make, you know, you can save money on taxes. Kid doesn't have to pay any taxes. You can put money away for college. And, uh, you know, as we, you know, summertime, Christmas time, after school, it just kind of makes sense if you've got a business that's kind of set up to do that. I highly recommend it. Now, do you think you need to prep your other employees for like, okay, this is my kid? Like, It's a good question as well. It depends on the culture in, in your company. Okay. Um, I, it, I mean, it just depends on the culture in your company. I, it's, I don't think just to make it easier for your kid, I don't think your kid just showing up out of the blue. I have some clients where the kid just, just started working there and nobody really knew who the kid was. And they're like, yeah. oh, it's the boss's daughter. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think it's nice as a courtesy to say, hey, my daughter's going to be working here after school. She's going to be doing this. You know, just you know, give her a shout and say hello and whatever. Yeah. Make her feel comfortable. I think that's nice. People are nice. They get it. They're, yeah. You know, whatever. Now, sometimes people ask, um, 
what about hiring other people's kids? Because mm-hmm. then the question is, is there a whole nepotism thing that's going on? And that's another issue for another day. Okay. Because some companies have policies about nepotism and your kid can't be favored over now, others. What if it's your grandchild instead of your child? It's the same concept. I mean, you know, it doesn't have to be your kid. It's just, you know, if you hire any kid, you can take the tax deduction for it. And then that kid, hopefully, has got somebody advising them. Oh, it's them. any kid. Oh, no, it's any kid. It doesn't have to be your kid. Interesting. Right? I mean, okay. there's no special dispensation. Niece, nephew, for, Nope. It can be niece, nephew, grandchild, or just a neighborhood kid, as long as that neighborhood kid knows that, you know, to have their taxes done the right way, and they don't have to pay any tax and put the money away for college. We will be right back with Gene's Word of Brilliance. Did you know that more than half of the small and mid-sized businesses that fall victim to a data breach close within six months? It's true. And it's not just big businesses that are targets for data breaches. Small businesses are actually more likely target because of their lower security. Luckily, Small Biz Ahead has you covered. Our new ebook, How to Safeguard Your Small Business from Data Breaches, will help explain all the ways you can help protect your company from data theft. You'll learn about daily habits that could be exposing you to a breach, how to help protect company and customer data and credit card information, how to train your employees to help prevent breaches, and what to do if a breach happens. Go to smallbizahead.com and click the link in the show notes to download your free copy today. We're back. Gene is going to share his word of brilliance with us. And like the other, the previous three episodes now, four, nine, I forget, (laughs) they all kind of run together. We're talking about different ways, like different benefits you can put into your employee contracts. You can kind of compete with bigger companies to attract better employees. Right. So this is another one of those kind of cushy PTO Benefits. Some people think it's re- some people think these benefits are ridiculous. Other people don't. Here's what I don't think is ridiculous. I think it's nice. Um, so here's my, my word of the day. Charity. OK. OK. Now, by the way, one word. So good. Right. Yeah. OK. So one word is charity. There are some companies. I'll give you an example. Salesforce.com. Well-known company. They make customer relationship management software. They give to all of their employees six PTO paid time off days a year to volunteer for charities. The Hartford does that too. Do they up to yeah. six, like that many? Or? Not that many, but they do do that. I, so, right. So do you hear this? If you're a business owner, this is what big companies are doing. They're, they're, they're encouraging their employees to do this. Salesforce also then says in addition, they give a thousand bucks per employee to their charity of choice. I don't know if the Hartford does uh, that or The not, Hartford but. matches up to a certain percent of any employee donations to a charitable organization. Get it? And I also worked at an investment bank, UBS, that matched 100% of To any. a charity. Just, and right. I'll tell you why this is important. Yes. I mean, first of all, the Hartford's a really, really responsible ethical company. But younger people, people, I'm not going to use the M word. I know. I'm getting, I'm getting crazy, sick of using the millennial but word people as well. in their 20s, 30s, early 40s, they choose companies based on how ethical the company is. And take being able to take time off to do charity, it's another great recruiting tool. It's two-thirds of those people, we won't say who they are, in that generation, in one recent survey, I forget who was from Accenture or Towers Parent, two-thirds said that they prefer working for a socially conscious company. And that all kind of brings, you know, the same thing with, you know, with charity that support charities. So if you're a, a small business um, and you're recruiting and you're trying to find good people for your company um, and you're up against guys like this is the Hartford, this is the kind of stuff that big companies are doing. You got you got to respond in some way. Now, I'm not saying you give six days off a year for charity. One That's or a lot. two is. Yeah. Yeah, even a day off a year, say, listen, you know what? Because, listen, one day off a year, you could take it. We'll pay for it if you volunteer somewhere for charity. 
I think that goes a long yeah. way and people appreciate it and they get it and it's important to them. So if you don't want to do the the one day PTO or the two days of PTO to, to do charity, another thing you can do is choose like a day of service and have all of your employees go off site together and do something. Mm, that's right. That's really that's good, good for team building it as is. well. It so is. you could combine it into those two things. I mean, it's kind of hard to shut down your entire business for one day, but maybe right. you could pick like you know, two different days and send groups of employees out if you don't want to do the PTO. But it is really, really important to people in their in their 20s and 30s and early 40s. This so. is yeah, it's really another example, a positive example, of the impact that this generation is having yeah. on corporate America. And I think it's, you know, and I, and I wrote in the Small Biz Ed piece about some ridiculous perks. You know, we talked earlier about paternity, Bennett, whatever. <laughs> this, I think this is like a really cool thing to yeah. do. You know? And also yeah. it's just a good thing to, it's like a good thing to do. How often are you able to just do something that you're like, my business is actually doing something really good for the world. I agree. So consider doing that. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Small Biz Ahead podcast. We'll be back in a couple days with another episode. And in that, we will be talking about how to find a reputable accountant for your small business. Thanks for joining Elizabeth and Jean for another edition of the Small Biz Ahead podcast. For the latest on small business trends straight from the small business experts, visit the Hartford Small Biz Ahead. We've got articles, how-tos, and videos to help you run your business more efficiently. Check us out at smallbizahead.com.